Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. With Hollywood more or less closed for business due to the WGA and SAG-AFTRA strikes, TV watchers may be concerned about the quality of programming this fall. While it's true that studios are relying on reality TV a bit more than usual this season, there are still some anticipated shows, scripted and unscripted, to check out in the coming weeks. From The Golden Bachelor to Our Flag Means Death, we're looking for a roundup of what to watch and skip this fall from a panel of TV enthusiasts. Danette Chavez is the editor-in-chief of Primetimer.com. Brandon Pope is a reporter and anchor for CW26 and is also the co-host of the Bachelor-focused podcast, Two Bros and a Rose. And rounding out our panel is WBEZ Morning Edition anchor Mary Dixon. We started by asking our panel's preferences from scripted to reality to dramas. I have to be as omnivorous as possible about it because, you know, I've, I've, I've got to keep an eye out for assignments and stuff. Um, lately, though, I find myself loving the half-hour show. doesn't matter if it's uh, comedy or drama, just uh, something that knows how to make its point yeah. and move on. Sorry, you had me at omnivorous. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Brandon? What's, what's your go-to, or do I have to ask? <laughs> with all those bachelor tweets. Look, I love I love a good. I actually don't like reality TV, believe it or not. What? I know, right? I'm I'm more of a give me a good prestige drama, you know, a nice drama D. Um, but you did mention baking shows. Great British baking show always gets me. Okay, I'd be judging it like I'm actually baking. I don't bake anything. Like, they, they need to prove that a little more. <laughs> don't love the presentation on that. Should have been in the oven a little longer. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're an expert from your couch. Right, right. <laughs> what about you, Mary? Well, I like Danette, I'm a bit of an omnivore. I love prestige shows. I loved Succession. I'm watching Only Murders every week with my husband because that's our show for this season. Um, but I also really like reality TV. Would would our laundry ever get folded if it were not for the Real Housewives? <laughs> so true. No, it would not. And and I also very much believe that there is no such thing as a guilty pleasure. If it's legal and it gives you pleasure, it's just a pleasure. Ah, so true. I, Thank you, I allow myself wow. the ease of watching a little trashy reality <laughs> TV here and there. Yeah, put that on a shirt. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> so we're going to get into uh, fall TV in a sec, but what have you been watching this summer? Anything good, Mary? Uh, we've just uh, been watching Only Murders. Um, I watched... I love how uh, you say that so like casually. Only Murders. Only Murders. Well, it's Only Murders <laughs> in the Building, which is a ridiculous title for a show, but it's very good. I like Mrs. Davis on Peacock mm-hmm. that just ran through. That was really great. Um, you know, when Succession ended, I had a little mourning period. So, yeah. you know, there's a there's a lot. It is a golden age. Uh, it has been. Now that the strike is on, it's going to be a little bit of a... Uh, brass age. Yeah, well, yeah, good, mm. good way to put it. Danette, what about you? Um, this I, summer, I really enjoyed the Reggie Rock by the Wood uh, sports drama Swagger. Uh, it's just you know it's Swagger. they handled the four year time jump better than most shows I think would. Mm. Um, and it's you know like God, I love these kids, and they're just these like gutting episodes. But they also keep it light because they remember that these are kids. You know, there's no need to overload mm-hmm. uh, the drama. And I also. 
speaking of sci-fi shows like Mrs. Davis, I'm probably the only person regularly watching Foundation on Apple TV Plus. Okay. And <laughs> um, Swagger is also on Apple TV yes. Plus too, right? Inadvertently, the Apple TV Plus spokesperson here. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, Danette likes her yeah. Apple TV Plus. It it takes big swings. It looks great. It's um, a little hard to follow, but I don't mind that kind of a watch mixed in with the mm. stuff that I've just got on in the background. Yeah, I've been watching and just like that. And for some reason, it feels like it's taken me all summer to finish <laughs> season mm. two. I'm still not done. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm pro- I think I'm watching like well, that's scene okay. by Neither scene. Neither did they. Yeah. One, so. one scene a day. <laughs> so one step true. at a time, you know. <laughs> Brandon, what's, that, what's on your TV this summer? Ooh. Other than sports i know you were checking oh, I, out the chicago sky and oh you know it yeah you know i love me some sports that's a lot of great sports documentaries that have been rising on netflix because of this gap in you know actually scripted tv so the un, untold series on netflix has been great mm-hmm. uh with about tim tebow and the florida gators johnny manzel and all of those the controversy that came with that uh i really love winning time which is the story of the the lakers dynasty in the 80s with magic johnson they're in their second season. That's been really good TV. Mm-hmm. And then I'm a nerd. You know I'm a nerd. I love my Star Wars TV. <laughs> the, the, the new show, Ahsoka, is phenomenal. I cried at the last episode just of how great it is. Like, You cried? You, yes. I, I had a little, that Denzel tear from Glory. <laughs> oh, that's what happened The one that me. just slowly drops. And it's just like, I'm a grown man. Just like, I'm seeing my dreams of childhood come to life in a TV show. It's if you're Ahsoka a Star Wars Disney fan, Plus. on Disney Plus, if you're a Star Wars fan, it's a must watch indeed. All right. So what are we looking forward to then, folks, if we look ahead? Mm. I, I know I just started uh, I'm on stars. And so I watch like the power franchise. <laughs> and so yeah. I just started Power Book Four Force. It's back for a second season. That's the the spinoff that's based here in Chicago. So I, I love being able to like you know look at signs that say like Damon and Division, and I'm like, oh wow, I know where that is. <laughs> uh, and I just picked up this weekend. I just picked up Top Boy on Netflix. Oh, I love Top Boy. Yeah, I just I'm late, so I got to catch up on seasons one and two. But three is back, and I know that people around the office are going to talk about it, and I want to be able to join in with that London. There are you know, five seasons. There are five? Yes, because it was originally a Channel 4 show in the UK, and they produced two seasons. Drake rescued that show. Shout out to Drake. So Netflix has done three seasons, so you have... You have oh, I have more work to do. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking for, Mary? Our, our flag means death. Our flag means death. I am really looking forward to. Yeah. Also, a show I share with with my my college senior because she loves that show. Oh, nice. Um, Slow Horses on Apple. The the kind of failed spy series with Gary Oldman and a great cast. And, I mean, I appreciate the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. but I'm really a Doctor Who girl oh, from yeah. way back. And there's a new season coming with Russell T. Davies returning as the showrunner and Shudi Gatwa as the next Doctor. And mm-hmm. I am really excited to see what they're going to do with that team yeah. in 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 Doctor Who. Yeah. They've been mixing it up a lot with Doctor Who. Yes, they have. Yeah. And and I, I feel like the, the writing in the la- for the last two Doctors, for Peter Capaldi and Jodie Whittaker, I, I wish it had been worthy of their talents. Mm. But I do have high hopes for for Russell T. Davies returning, and I think Shudi Gatwa is going to be a really exciting Doctor. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, one show that you're looking forward to this fall, season two of Loki, right? Yes, oh, and yeah. Loki. Disney Plus. So... They've really upped the stakes in this second season. I want to play a little bit of the trailer. Okay. I've been pulled through time between the past and the present. Hello? 
If what I saw is true, there's nothing to stand between this world and utter destruction. Only one way to find out. A little good old-fashioned legwork. Listen, we have different styles. You're a man of action, which is fine. I take a more slow, deliberate, cerebral approach. Okay, I don't know what this show is, but I am I am sold. Just that music. I mean, I do think the folks who wrote who are writing Loki have watched a lot of Doctor Who because yeah. there's a lot of time travel. Oh, okay, it's and, got those vibes for sure. Multiverses and but you have that pairing of Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson, and it was really great last season. Uh-huh. You know, even when the writing didn't quite keep up with with those guys, mm-hmm. it was really fun to watch. Good character moments. When you yeah. have good actors like that, they play off each other so well. So yeah. Yeah. season two, the mystery is still there. Um, the time hopping is going to be fun for sure. Right. I'm looking forward to it. And it's coming at a time, too, where the future of Disney's kind of Marvel shows yeah. is kind of up in the air. So yeah, right. Well, the, the if last the music season. is anything like that trailer, I am <laughs> in. It had us all hype. That's for sure. <laughs> Danette, let's, let's jump into one of your favorites. I mentioned it already. Our flag means death. And, and this is one you've got your eye on. Let's listen to a clip first. Gabrielle. Antoinette, Mm. you've both been married for some time, haven't you? Yes, Mm. for many years. Tell me, how did you two meet? We met at uh, a bowl. You see, I think you might have met at birth, seeing as you're actually siblings. That is inane. Oh, they're actually (laughs) siblings? (laughs) Yes. What should we know about this show? Oh, gosh. Um, David Jenkins created the show, and he had this delightful, uh, very similar, like, humanist comedy uh, on TBS called People of Earth that starred Wyatt Cenac. Um, And so it's this very, uh, it's a show that is grounded in a lot of real emotion, but it's also super heightened. Like, it's the kind of show where um, somebody will, you know, like, they dip. They devote an entire, you know, five minutes or whatever to a makeover montage. Um, Taika Waititi is obviously, uh, you know, like he has such a big presence when he's on the show. But um, I think that it's the more supporting characters that carry it. It's uh, actors like Biko Ortiz, uh, this non-binary performer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's people like um, Reese Davies, um, for, who is on uh, Flight of the Concords. Okay. Sorry, Reese Darby. Reese Darby. Reese yeah. Darby. Uh, who was on Flight of the Concords. Um, and, you know, this season we get uh, Minnie Driver as a lesbian pirate. Like, I'm all over it. Wow. Um, that yes. is incredible. Yeah. All right, I can't take it anymore. Back to reality TV. <laughs> so uh, I'm looking at you, Brandon. I am particularly interested in The Golden Bachelor this season. Let's yeah. listen. Huh? I'm Peggy. I am 69 years old. I'm Leslie. I'm 64. I'm Maria. I'm Susan. I'm Joe. I'm Sylvia. I'm Christina. I'm Faith. I'm Sandra. I'm 75 years old. Why are you ready to find love now? <laughs> I've been ready for a long time. No matter how Okay, your thoughts on this, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's something that ABC is trying to be trying to get off the ground for I feel like four or five years now, and they finally got it to work. Um, I'm just very curious to see what's going to play out. I, I, I love the concept. I love the idea that you're never too old to find love. 
Um, I'm also I'm going to be doing some scouting myself. You know, any of these women that get eliminated, they could be my future sugar mom. <laughs> you know, and, you, know you, you never know. You know, they don't have Instagram, so that's going to be tough. But you know, I, I gotta, I'll find a way, maybe a little, hey, write a letter to them or uh, a little phone call. And you can keep everything private because they're not, you know, out there on exactly, social media. Exactly, <laughs> okay. But the concept itself is great. The Bachelor franchise needs to be shaken up. It needs yeah. something different. It's starting to get a little stale. Um, so th- this is probably one of the better ways to do it. We're back now with more Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just tuning in, we are talking about what to watch this fall, and particularly one of my guilty pleasures, what I like to call trash TV. Hollywood's on strike, but there are still quite a bit of new shows to sink your teeth into, including reality TV. So we're getting into what shows you can keep your eye on and what you can probably skip this fall. Our panel is Danette Chavez, who's editor-in-chief of Primetimer, Brandon Pope, who's reporter and anchor for CW26, also co-host of the Bachelor-focused podcast, Two Bros in a Rose, and WBEZ's Morning Edition's Mary Dixon. All right, so back to The Bachelor. <laughs> I, I was confessing to, to Brandon that while I love the Bravo-verse and I watch all the Housewives, mm-hmm. sometimes even when I don't have time to... The Bachelor shows kind of escape me. The romance shows, that's just not my thing. Yeah. I, I always feel like, you know, you can't possibly find true love on a TV right. show. Mm-hmm. But I'll buy I'll buy all the housewife stuff. So I'm not <laughs> sure what that says. I fell off of The Bachelor years ago, like many, many seasons ago. And then I started to come back as the different Bachelorette seasons mm-hmm. would, would pop up. Um, I remember when we got, uh, what's her name, Rachel. Yeah, Rachel Lindsay. Rachel Lindsay. She that's that's where I started, actually. Oh, is that where you started? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she was the first black bachelorette, so I was like, oh, well, I have to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I popped in again for, I think, another bachelorette, and I was I popped in this past season that just wrapped up with Charity, um, mm-hmm. where she picked Dawton, yeah. um, and, and that was a whole thing. But at the end, I remember at the last episode, I was like, this is so fake. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I do this for yeah. weeks? <laughs> What's wrong with us? And it just gets sillier and sillier with with each passing year. Yeah. Like the idea that these these people are getting engaged to each other off of spending maybe a total, a total of maybe 24 to 48 hours together. <laughs> right. Like it, it, it doesn't make any sense. And, and using the L word too, you know. Uh, you, and it, they make a big deal about I that. Mean, but to uh, each his own, some of these couples are still together, Rachel, Lindsay included, and I her call husband. It, I call it mental illness. Some of the, they, they, <laughs> it, it's weird. I think I'm falling in love with you. I've only had three conversations with you. What? <laughs> That'll make no sense. I, I'm more of a hate watcher of the best. Yeah, same. It's I, entertaining. It's fun to make fun of. Right. Okay. Exactly. Lots of sarcasm, lots of remarks if yeah. you're watching it with me. Um, so with this double strike in Hollywood right now, both actors and writers, they're on the picket line. Uh, very little new content is being created. That's why we're having this conversation to begin with. Studios are just releasing what they already basically had in the yeah. can, and it looks like they'll have to rely on reality TV more. I mean, is that a good or a bad thing, Danette, from your standpoint? Well, I mean, I, I think whenever they're, whenever TV skews too much in one direction, right? So um, when there was that, like, boom of uh, scammer series, do you remember that a couple of years ago? Oh, yeah. Year ago? Um, you know, when, whenever it starts to do too much of one thing, it, you know, it, it starts to feel like a drag. Um, they're also just like when you're churning stuff out, whether, it doesn't matter where you do this in media, whether it's with stories or with TV shows, um, the quality just dips. Um, I will say I, we're not going to really feel it until the mid-season. Like, you know, I, I think people will have plenty to watch 
this fall there's going to be you know Netflix has spooky content there are you know some fairly big premieres in November mm-hmm. Loki is the last Marvel show we'll see until next year you know they've already you know started kind of figuring out their you know um, uh, kind of like uh, stop gaps for certain things but mm-hmm. you know we'll be out People will be okay until basically the end of December. And then it's really going to be like, oh, okay, like how many seasons of X can we get? Yeah. Um, Because, you know, not everyone wants reality TV, right? They want their Game of Thrones type shows and Wheel of Time or comedies like Abbott Elementary. I don't like science. Too many laws. And who's the judge? God. If you think about it, science is just history plus math. It's not at all correct. Y'all seen that movie Pacific Rim where Aegis Elba fights the kaiju? Now that's science. You know what's iffy though? Pigeons. Wait. While we're here, I'm not sure I believe the moon landing happened. I don't believe in the moon. I believe that gluten intolerance is just internalized white guilt. Gluten isn't real. <laughs> Stevie Wonder ain't blind. <laughs> you know, Bill Gates. Enough. <laughs> oh, I love that show. I can't wait. I mean, when you see a show like that, you understand how important the writers are and how important the actors are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. They need their contracts. So, you know, we we understand that. We appreciate that. And mm-hmm. also, it is going to be a little rough in the new year. Yes. If they don't, they got to get their deals. Yeah. So what shows have fallen off for you that you think, yeah, skip that this season? <clears throat> That's a really tough one. I, I think, Don't want to throw anyone under the bus, well, do you? <laughs> the thing is, I think when I think falling off, I think there's a lot of good shows out there that aren't getting the good marketing push. There's shows that happen with new seasons. I'm like, wait, a new season's out? Um, Dave was a show that I really enjoyed about Lil Dicky um, and his, you know, battles of become a rapper. But it had a lot more nuance about mental health and deep storytelling. Mm-hmm. And the new season came out and I only found out about it maybe two weeks ago. It's been out for about three months. So wow. I just I feel like marketing budgets are, are shrinking and word of mouth is not word of mouthing enough. And so I'm, I think shows like Dave, uh, Righteous Gemstones had a great third season that got no one really watched it, mm-hmm. according to the viewership numbers. Winning Time is having a struggle. The The writer of Winning Time is begging people, if you like this show, please yeah. stream it. So I, I just think there's a lot of shows that just aren't grabbing people's attention right Righteous now. Righteous Gemstones was so funny, It was though. hilarious. So good. But people didn't know a new season came out. You know, they gotta... I didn't. You just told me. Exactly. <laughs> the marketing budgets. What are your favorite rewatches, right? There are older shows that are, uh, you know, coming back again and again, especially right now. They're, you know, those comfort shows, you know, mm-hmm. Golden Girls and such, right? <laughs> I've been watching um, Fresh Prince a lot more for some reason. And then I saw Will post uh, uh, over the weekend that it's been 33 years. Wow. He, was, uh, he posted a photo of him standing in front of the mansion and said, you know, moved in 33 years ago. Wow. I was like, wow, <laughs> I feel old. <laughs> no. Anything you're rewatching? Um, so I've actually been gearing up for the Frasier reboot. And ah. it's, that's that's something I'm comfortable calling a reboot because they have almost none of the original cast beyond Kelsey Grammer. Um, and this is going to be on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. I think October 12th is the premiere date. So I've been rewatching um, the previous seasons, and you know, there's it's just so much fun to watch people kind of take them down a peg. But you know, in rewatching it though, like you like. Between Niles and Frazier, Frazier is someone you would actually want to sit next to at a bar. I, yeah. like, I love David Hyde Pierce, but it's like, oh, wow, this guy would not let me get away with anything. Um, yeah. He'd have to comment on absolutely everything about me. Yeah, for sure. Well, speaking of rewatches, have any of you watched Suits? 
because it's it's one of the top watch shows on Netflix. First right. of all, it pops up the second I open the app. Yeah. Uh, it was not the most popular show when it was new in the USA, uh, but let's hear a little bit of, of the beginning. Don, we're going to need to streamline this. Give each guy a hard time. Before you send them back, give me a wink if they say something clever. Cool? Okay. What are you looking for? Another me. Got it. Arrogant, self-absorbed, blowhard. Thinks he's the smartest one in the room. That's why I love you. You get me. Yeah, I have never watched this show. I mean, uh, if it wasn't for uh, Megan... The Duchess. The Meghan Duchess Markle. of Sussex. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have known it existed. I feel like I'm being forced into watching it. Because like, <laughs> yeah. like you said, it's on the splash page. It's the show Meghan Markle was on. That's yeah. kind of all we know. People yeah. are calling it Millennial Law, of, Law and Order. Um, <laughs> millennial Law and Order. So, you know, I, I just I haven't made that step to jumping in. I tend to go back to my comfort shows like... Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David. I, I love that one. show so much. Mm-hmm. Or even just you know, The Office, Parks and Rec, um, Community on Netflix. Like, there's ones that like quick oh, comedies yeah, that really. Yeah. We already know yeah. you're watching uh, Mrs. Maisel. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Well, because we're re- rebuilding studios here at WBEZ. And mm-hmm. so now we're upstairs with a picture from the Sun Times of Lenny Bruce getting arrested in Chicago. <laughs> and and that led me to go, you know, I, sh- I should watch some of Mrs. Maisel that I missed. Because <laughs> that was a show that kind of dipped for me in the second season. And mm. so I skipped three, four, and five. So now I'm, I'm watching that. Yeah. Well, we got to talk about this new show, Jury Duty, which is a favorite of a few reset teammates. So yeah. they're making me do this. <laughs> no, let's listen. Let's listen. <laughs> is a very interesting individual. What the hell? Oh, hello. How are you? What are you doing? I was just just sitting before we uh, went off to court. Are they crutches? Uh, These are um, uh, chair pants or chants. Today he showed up wearing chair pants, which he calls chants to abbreviate. Hello. It's essentially two crutches. I'll just sit here. That he's attached to like knee pads, and then he's attached them to his backside. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so, so this is a show that's towing the line, right? It, it's it's reality TV and a scripted comedy. Uh, the entire cast knows that the jury duty is fake, except for one guy. Yeah. What do you think of that format? I love the concept. I think it's genius. Wild. It, that's Wild. hilarious to me. It's what a great think? show too. It's, it's really yeah. fun. It, de- it it definitely feels more like a comedy to me. I know, yeah. like, th- I, I think if anything, it's it's doing the mockumentary thing that you saw in The Office and Modern Family. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really feel like it's trying to be. I mean, even as, as for as much as, like, reality TV isn't doesn't go entirely unscripted, right? It's definitely produced. It's definitely manipulated. Um, but, you know, I, I think they... That, that's exactly why they're able to do what yeah. they can do, right? Because they know exactly what they're going for, and it's hilarious. I James so. Marsden, give him the Emmy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He was well, great. Just a few seconds left, Annette. I, I want to give you the last word here. What show would you say we have to watch? The Gilded Age comes back at mm. the end. Like, uh, this show like surged dur- during the pandemic in part because the stakes are so low. Like, it's like, does Carrie Coon get to go to a party? And yet everybody is watching it like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, um, and, you know, the, the costuming is, you know, like the, the set design, okay. it's all gorgeous. You the know, Gilded Age. We're going to have fun. You've sold me. That's the Chavez from Primetimer, Brandon Pope from CW26 and WBEZ's fabulous Mary Dixon. Thank you all. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. That episode of The Reset Podcast was produced by Maha Ahmed. It was edited by Dan Tucker and Brenda Ruiz. 
Stay on top of all the conversations that impact your day-to-day by subscribing to The Reset Podcast wherever you listen. Also, check out our Reset newsletter. Just go to wbez.org slash Reset News to sign up. That'll do it for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.